So we're standing in Orest village. It's stunning, picturesque, and you know, this is a channel about politics, but uh, it's very easy to forget all about that. And uh, as we've just done, had a nice snooze with the country air. How often do you come down here? Um, on a weekly basis, I would say, because this is only half an hour drive outside Lviv. So it's an easy ride and, you know, a good hideaway place from the city bustle. And yeah, I mean, at the moment, there's, there's a degree of stress, isn't it? I mean, Lviv is, is bustling and, uh, you know, beautiful, but it must be nice coming out here and just uh, unwinding a bit. Absolutely. Like you can see, like there is a garden over there and uh, there's like a more new house. And this was completely like a Polish village. So mm -hmm. our neighbors is one of the four Polish families that remain here. Mm -hmm. But then people were sent to Poland and Ukrainians from Poland were sent to Soviet Union. Ah. And my family of my grandfather, they settled in, into this house, which was probably, uh, you know, some Polish family were living here before. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, but basically you see it's very rustic and so on. Yeah, it's a nice place. Yeah. And there we have a solar panel. Ah. <laughs> so By the way, just a month ago, unfortunately, a goose that was living here died and she outlived every member on this uh, small uh, estate. She died when she was 39 years old, wow. being the oldest goose in, in Ukraine. Where you just had a nap and uh, this one is the house which is around 100 years old. Nobody lives there anymore. Uh, the last resident was my grandfather's sister. She died a couple of years ago, unfortunately, because of the age. And um, yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to make a family museum because it's kind of, it could serve the purpose, right, for that. It is, it's beautiful. And um, even though you don't live here and perhaps it's a little cold in the winter, uh, it still looks like a very comfortable building. And you've got this incredible stuff around the edge. You've got all the... Um, you got the sort of dried grass, you've got herbs hanging up. I mean, the smell must be fantastic. <sighs> yes, it's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now, something as well. Let, let's, let's unfortunately drag sort of politics into this. And I can't help comparing the impressions here. My first time in a Ukrainian village. And, of course, we, we, we drove for a good half hour out of the city. And I have to say, we passed a number of villages, and, and this one especially, every single garden is neat it's planted with flowers and crops uh everything's beautifully sort of symmetrical you've got uh, neat grass paths the roofs are in good order houses are painted and neat um you know i don't want to be uh i don't want to be completely rude about my experience of russian villages <laughs> but i can say that this is not similar to any i've seen no no it's ukrainians are you know, even if the family, for example, is not rich, they still try to be tidy. They 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 uh, make things organized around, then take care of this. So, uh, you know, it, it's it, I would say it's a classical Ukrainian picture of a like small humble estate with a well painted, white painted house and you no know, painted uh, fence and so on. That's, I mean, that's how it is here. And I think important part is that which just goes deep into Ukrainian psyche about what people will tell, you know. So because like our neighbors are just like you see the neighbor house here, here. So everything's pretty dense and pretty tight. And uh, people have this, especially in the villages, they have this superstitious that 
uh, they don't like gossip, you know. I mean, they do like gossip, but they don't like when people gossip about them. And if you neglect some of your estate, people start, you know, like pointing you out, like, like why don't you care about this, you know. So uh, many things people in the rural areas do because or in spite of uh, words of others, right? So they don't want to be the object of gossiping. Great to <laughs> gossip, but you don't want to be the subject of yeah, gossip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but also, it must be a certain amount of pride. It can't just be done, uh, you know, to, to impress other people. There must be a high degree of, of, of pride in ownership of property as well. And that, that must be crucial. Uh, I mean, like... Um... I don't think there is any pride behind this because in the villages most people live in their own houses. Uh, it's just like it's a rather self-respect to keep things tidy, to keep things clean and organized. That's that's basically it's all about. Yeah, it's not like showing off. No, all. no, no. It's just a self-respect feeling yeah, you have yeah, control yeah. and and an agency and something. Um, strange question. I mean, do all the houses have indoor loos, electricity? And oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the supply, you know, gas, that kind of stuff. Like this city, this village has gas. Yeah, in, in Ukraine, uh, no, 100% of villages have access to electricity. And most have a direct access to gas pipeline. Yeah. yeah. And of course, one of the propaganda narratives is that, uh, you know, Ukraine is a, is a poor country. And Russia especially, you know. Um, that's really one of the... Why, why, why fight for Ukraine? Why support Ukraine? They're poor, they're corrupt, they're this and they're that. And we're out here in this village and I'm seeing sophisticated, beautiful, well-kept, clearly, I mean, not, not massively affluent, but comfortably off. Hundreds, thousands of houses. We haven't seen any that are derelict or half-built and abandoned. Um, yeah, I mean, what would you say about that, that sort of propaganda? Like, I don't see the connection here. Like, so what do you mean? Like, if they're poor, you should not help them or, or what? Like, it, uh, first of all, I don't, we would not tell that Ukraine is poor. First of all, I, I don't see yeah. the sign of poverty, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, it's, I, I, I can say that it's not wealthy and there is not much of like cash flow happening in the economy, but it's not poor in terms of people starving or you know everything is like uh, fucked up sorry if i can use this word here or not it's just uh, it's not like the super developed fast economy but at the same time most normal modern processes are functioning pretty well like in my village for example i can go and pay paperless you know contactless with the, with my mobile phone uh, there is internet uh, the road is well paved here uh, every building is, is a decent construction with heating and electricity and everything. So it's, it's you know, it's a normal, I would say, uh, like, it definitely doesn't feel like a third world country, let's put it that way, yeah? It's like in a lower range of, of Western countries, I would say, yeah. And comfort, there's a clear emphasis on comfort yeah. and, and pleasure. The standard of living here is the same as anywhere in the West, uh, at least in this area that we are now. Yeah. And you don't have to go to, dare I say, the Kolodia, it's the well, to go and bring up water. Even though we have one, uh, it's sealed. So we do have a pipe which goes into the house, yes. <laughs> now this village is, is famous for a particular resident who sadly passed away, yeah. uh, the infamous Goose. Yeah, our Goose Gaga, 
she passed away a little bit over than a month ago and she's actually the oldest goose in Ukraine so she passed away when she were 39 years old basically she's older than me when I was born she were already harvesting and walking on this this very yard and uh, she became kind of a symbol of our family because she outlived every, every resident in this estate um, yeah and we were visiting her in her last days she in her last years she were already blind she barely could walk so our neighbors uh, who are actually a Polish family that remained here since the pre-World War II times they were just you know taking her out of the of, of the place where she stayed of a shelter out in this uh, place she were walking during the day and then she were brought her back yeah but we were visiting her every week when we were coming here yeah and this is this isn't just locally famous i mean this made uh, news headlines right oh, yeah, when the yeah, goose yeah. passed like, away uh, absolutely it was you know once she passed away and i published this because i was posting about my goose already like two years ago that she is like probably the oldest that I did the older research I invited ornithologists here we did we, we took the um, witnessing uh, from the neighbors then uh, there was a special commission in uh, in like the animal university uh, seating and you know researching all of this so she's like recognized to be the oldest goose in Ukraine and when she passed away it like broke all the headlines so basically in the prime time in the morning you know there is a check-in about the frontline situation and then there was like and the goose died so that's like how how equally important news were that day and that that, that you know we can't blame uh, can't blame mordor for for the goose passing <laughs> no no or maybe like maybe she received too much stress of it even though it feels very peaceful here in the village it's fresh air we had a beautiful fresh lunch with uh, i think locally sourced ingredients fresh yeah. taste no chemicals this this is a beautiful place i mean i recommend people to 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 come here and if they want to really cleanse their cleanse their souls after the war is over i think this would be the ideal place to come welcome welcome arrest thank you for showing me around your family family holiday home see you around <laughs>